Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. I am coming back at you live here on The Really Real Deal. And uh, folks, in honor of the holy season here, we have uh, two wonderful authors here who have joined forces to write a wonderful book. Uh, The title of the book is When God Happens, Angels, Miracles, and Heavenly Encounters. And our two authors, uh, both of whom are with us, are Bill Myers, who's a best-selling author and award-winning producer. He has won over 80, wow, national awards and international awards, the C.S. Lewis Honor Award. Okay, that's big time there, C.S. Lewis. And Angela Hunt, Dr. Angela Hunt, rather, um, with uh, not Ph.D., THD, a doctor of theology, okay, and she also is a best-selling author, and she is winner of the Christie Award, and I just want to say thank you uh, to both of you, and welcome to The Really Real Deal. Well, thanks, thanks. it's great to be here. Angie, are you there, too? I'm here, too. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm in California, and Angie's in Florida. Okay. Great feet, huh? Yes, yes. Uh, technology is something, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and now there's there's a, a heavenly technology that we don't understand that you two are writing about, and and that and that is and and many people don't understand it. I'm going to tell you the truth. I honestly cannot say that I understand it. Okay, but uh, angels, miracles, and heavenly. Encounters. So, which one of you two fine people wants to go first? I say we turn it over to the good doctor and let Doctor Angela Hunt give us some spiritual and scriptural basis first. Great. Uh, well, that's very kind of you. Um, well, first of all, let me stress that Bill and I, although we are novelists and we make up stories all the time, um, what we did in in these two When God Happens books is we collected real stories from ordinary people who have had encounters with angels. And so our role in this book was really just to edit and compile them. And I think we enjoyed uh, hearing the stories from real people. And Bill has a story in here as well, Mm -hmm. uh, as much as anything. But it's we really wrote the book because... There is a lot of mysticism about angels, and a lot of people want to pray to angels. And and we really wanted to establish a biblical basis for who Mm -hmm. angels are and what they do so that people don't worship the creation instead Mm -hmm. of the creator. Right, right. A Greek word meaning messenger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you even have a story in here from Billy Graham. Oh, yes, some little, we filled in with some little excerpts from people. And it's amazing. Lots of Christians through the years have had angels step in to minister to them, to give them a message from the Lord, Um, all sorts of really cool things. And it really just encourages you to know that you are never alone. Mm -hmm. 
And I, there have been many times in my life when an individual came to my aid in such a profound way that in my heart I felt like it was an angel. Mm-hmm. Could have been. We've had... does, does that count? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's true. They don't have little ID badges that say, hi there, um, <laughs> or, or, or necessarily halos uh, and wings. Uh, one of the things that uh, that Dr. Hunt and I were cautious about was, you may recall, several years ago, everything was angels. People were worshiping angels, you know, my angel this and my angel that. And we really wanted to make sure that they followed the uh, biblical parameters uh, of what an angel is and what an angel does. And, you know, you, you put your finger right on it when you said that they're messengers, mm-hmm. that they're servants, that they do not expect to be worshipped, that they are simply <laughs> doing a job mm-hmm. and directing the glory to God. Now, it, in in the Bible, every time an angel appears, the first word out of the mouth of the angel, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the first word seems to be fear not. So <laughs> uh, uh, would that indicate that maybe the the people that seem to be ordinary that have done things for me that seemed angelic or God-inspired, you know, these were ordinary people that didn't look fierce. So if the angel says, fear not, is this like a fierce-looking, something that would cause you to be alarmed? Well, uh, uh, let me weigh in first. Um, One time I had an encounter like that, and it was terrifying, uh, absolutely terrifying. Uh, because of the purity and the holiness. Uh, but I, I, I know for certain that there was another time that was far more than coincidence uh, that uh, just an average day person showed up uh, and said incredible things. Uh, I, or, or I had a friend, in fact, we mentioned him in the book a little bit, that was uh, leaning out of a train to a photograph. He was a cinematographer. He was filming something uh, through a mountain pass, and he felt somebody grab him by the uh, the collar and yank him back just as a, a rock face of the mountain came within just a few inches wow. of the train car. And, of course, he looks around. There's nothing there. Uh, yeah, that that there was no time to be frightened or scared. Mm-hmm. It was just time to save the man's life. Wow, wow. And, you know, sometimes it, some of these stories remind me of uh, Saving Private Ryan when at the end of the movie he's in tears asking his wife, did I live a good life because of what people did for him? Any thoughts on that? I can just well, barely hear if Angie's talking or not. So if I if I step on you, Angie, just shout. No uh, worries. What is your thinking with that? Well, I think it all depends on what the angel's job is. Some of the stories in our book are fairly simple. This one woman, she sprained her ankle. And she and her husband, in 11 days, were supposed to go, I think it was to the Holy Land. And she, they were at a hotel, and they were just having lunch, and 
suddenly this young man comes up to her and smiles and says, your ankle will be healed in 10 days. Wow. And then he walks off. And um, <laughs> so she decided to trust that. And sure enough, her leg was fine and she was able to go on the trip. So, you know, that seems so inconsequential, but, but who I mean, knows? if she had canceled, mm-hmm. she might have missed the blessing of a lifetime. And yeah. I think the Lord wanted her to know, mm-hmm. go, don't, now, don't cancel. Now, can, can you guys hold over for a moment while we go to bottom of the hour news? Absolutely. Great, great. All right, folks. The book is When God Happens. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. I am coming back at you live with our wonderful guests, Dr. Angela Hunt and Bill Myers. The book we're discussing, When God Happens. And it's all about angels, miracles, and heavenly encounters. And uh, I'm going to tell you the truth. I find all this stuff fascinating. I mean, we could, we could, and folks, you, you really do have to get this book. And as a matter of fact, I have a copy here that I hopefully will give away uh, to a caller uh, once the interview is done. But um, now you have all this stuff you have, you have, we all have heard of Gabriel and Michael, uh, but then you have all these other angels that are like, you know, they're warriors, they're angel of the waters, they're, you know, there's cherubim, there's seraphim, uh, you know, there's archangels. I mean, I don't know where to begin, so I'm just going to throw it to one of you and let you guys run with it. <laughs> that sounds like our theology expert again. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Bible does describe, it mentions all those things you just said, that there are cherubim and seraphim, and there's an archangel, and some of the angels are named, Michael and Gabriel, um, but others are, as you said, they are described by their job, the angel of the waters. Remember when um, Daniel said, I was well, the demons have a similar hierarchy, because he said, I would have, the angel told Daniel, I would have come to you sooner, but I had to do battle with the the prince of Persia, the guy who was in charge mm-hmm. of Persia. So um, there are spiritual forces and principalities all around us in another dimension that we don't see. Um, and so a lot of people just assume they're not there, but they are very present with us. Angels are not omnipresent. They're not like God. They're not omniscient, but they do know a lot. Uh, God lets them in on things on occasion, and they are sent by him to minister to us, um, a lot of them. How many angels are there? There are more than there are stars in the sky. So. There are an awful lot of angels all over the place to do God's bidding. Wow. So when you have a story like, let's go back to the one you told earlier, where the woman was going to go to the Holy Land, mm-hmm. and uh, and in her mind, she was thinking, I need to cancel this because, you know, obviously there's a lot of walking you have to do. Sure. And and, uh, and an angel tells her, you can go. So would one assume that, okay, there's some 
higher purpose for her trip. This is going to bless her life in such a way that God's work or God's will is going to be done through this woman? Or is it like, okay, you know, I want to make sure this woman has a nice vacation? Oh, I think it's the former. I think um, it was definitely something that God wanted her to experience in Israel. And personally, I think everybody, if given the opportunity, ought to go to Israel, because it just makes the scriptures come to life when you can walk where the patriarchs walked and sit by the Sea of Galilee where Jesus Mm -hmm. performed so many of his miracles. Yeah, but I guess we get in trouble when we try to figure it out because... (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And Mrs. Hatchett, my sweet wife, she's nodding yes right now. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of things, you know, I think we won't understand until the other side of eternity because... I can say right now, I have not knowingly met an angel, but who knows that there may come a day when somebody, an angel, will come up to me and say, you know, I was the lady who stopped you, held you up in the parking lot for five minutes, and kept you from (laughs) meeting a head-on collision out Uh the road. So, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm telling you, this is great. And uh, now one last question, because we're right up against another break. Uh, these pesky breaks. Uh, hmm. Any any movies in the uh, making? I know, uh, Bill, you are a producer. Yeah, um, not at the moment. We're um, my little company's focusing on on children's films mm-hmm. uh, because <clears throat> people tend to forget children mm-hmm. when it comes to movies of faith. So way back <clears throat> years ago, we did something called McGee and Me, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're we're focusing mostly on children's projects. Oh, okay, oh, okay. But I, but I tell you, it would be wonderful. Yeah, many of these would make great movies. In the next, yeah, that, that this should happen. So now we got a roll, but tell folks how to reach out to you, how to get the book, and then the next time when you have a, a children's movie, we'll have you come back and we could share that with the audience. Oh. Great. Well, my address is bill at billmyers.com. That's my personal email. Uh, I answer all my emails. Angie will answer hers, I'm sure. And then the the email for the book is whengodhappens.com. Great. And those books are available. In fact, they uh, came out yesterday. All right. So they're at all the Amazons and the local bookstores and all over the place, we hope. Thank you so much. God bless you both. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Shamati shed a vidin im, a cold plain, le Elohim, the shea ta sonnet of him, yet to us.